You're listening to the B-Side Podcast on Brick Radio. If you like what you hear or think there's an artist or band we should have in the studio, let us know in the comments. Otherwise, sit back, relax, tune in, and turn on. Art without honesty lacks credibility. The greatest artists manage to shed a bit of their soul, and in doing so, give us their greatest gifts. Tonight's artist is following in those footsteps as she digs deep into both her life experiences and the challenges of the world to give us a raw, unfiltered voice demanding to be heard. Tangina Stone's introspective journey of self-exploration has culminated into the release of her debut full-length album. And tonight, her lustrous vocals will bring us to our deeper and better selves. I'm your host, Jodine Dorsey, and stay right where you are because Tangina Stone is here to give us a piece of her soul, right here on B-Side. I'm so insecure, all I need is more. from Canton, Ohio. Yes. What, how was it growing up in Canton? I mean, when I think about the Midwest, I don't think of an artist like you coming out of there. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, growing up in Canton was interesting, was great. I mean, Canton mm -hmm. has a lot to do with who I am. It's a really tough, small city to live in. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really dangerous, small city to grow up in. Um, but yeah, I feel like Canton is a place where people feel very defeated. And so it was very difficult for me to not feel that way all mm -hmm. the time. And I think just like constantly being reminded of like how powerful that I was, um, how talented that I was, and then also kept in check to work really hard for everything that I have now um, is what really got me here. I had really great mentors. Um, I had a woman named Joy who's like an older sister to me. I had teachers in high school that were on me about my grades and like one who literally drove me to New York to go to Tisch School of the Arts for an orientation so that I could go to school here. Um, so I had people who believed in me and not a lot of people had that where I grew up. But I mean, yeah, Canton, I have a lot of love for Canton. That's actually the first place I'm gonna go after I release my album. Nice. Um, and I just feel like, like going back home is really important 
because it's like if when I was younger, if people like Macy Gray didn't come home where I where I grew up, I don't think I would have been as inspired as I as I am now mm -hmm. to to do as well as I'm doing. You know, I, it, it takes seeing someone from your town making it to actually believe that you can sometimes. And so that's what it was for me. There was a, there were a lot of people who didn't believe that like me being here was even possible. Yeah. Um, but I am. Absolutely. And, and it, it took a lot of time and a lot of people just supporting me and I'm very, very grateful for that. You know, I didn't grow up in a performance art school. I mm -hmm. went to public schools my entire life, moved mm -hmm. around a lot, didn't have a lot of money, didn't have much, but I had people at my schools who believed in me nice. a lot nice. and, and who taught me music in ways that were not traditional. Um, but people who believed in me, that, that means something. Nice. Yeah. So the next two songs that you're about to perform, tell us about those two songs. So the next song I think we're doing is Anxious, right? Mm -hmm. And then what's the one after that? Elevate. Elevate, okay, so Anxious. Um, anxious is about my own struggle with my anxiety. I've had anxiety since I was a kid. And I remember being a kid and like, my, like my father's family is a Southern black family. And so I remember being a kid and like trying to explain, trying to verbalize, and articulate what I was feeling all the time. And I would tell them that, I would explain when I would go through bouts of depression. And everyone just like, oh, you tripping calm down right. and I feel like it's a, it's a stigma sometimes within the black community like black mental health is really important it's important that we address it it's important that we're there for each other yeah. and that we have these conversations so I feel like anxious for me like my album is called elevate and I called it that because I was thinking a lot about the process of elevation and elevation requires separation mm. separating yourself from things that are toxic to you and for me my anxiety held me back a lot and mm. so writing the song and releasing it was really releasing it and, and finally dealing with it. It's like I can never tell myself again, but I don't suffer from anxiety once I release this song, right. you know? But until I did that, I could still back up and like, nah, I'm good, you know? I don't need to go to therapy. But now that it's out, now that it's there, it's a reminder for me that I have to take care of myself. Why are you staring at my face for so long? Never thought home was a place, didn't belong. Want them close but push away, it's just wrong. Man, what's wrong? I'm wrong. Had me running from my dreams. Crazy folk do crazy things when they think you'll cut the streets. I know you're gonna leave me, baby. Ohio and then you come and get high yes, in New York. <laughs> Tell me about that experience. It was different. So I came here when I was 18 years old. Mm -hmm. I literally like came out of the closet to my family um, mm. and then trekked to New York. I was out. I bounced. So at the time when I was in Ohio growing up there like it wasn't even like safe to walk down the street holding my girlfriend's hand. Um, and so leaving Ohio and coming here it was different. I had like an overdose of New York really quick because it was just like, I was hot in the city, you know? And, mm -hmm. and, and, and learning a lot, like doing a lot, like just experiencing things I've never experienced before. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it at 18. It was a lot. It was, I, it was a lot. It was a lot. But you came here for school too though. Well, I came here for school. School was the cover because you know, like <laughs> I couldn't just tell my family like, hey. Hey, I'm out. And, I'm out, right. I'm going to New York. Like 
to pursue music and that's it. You know, but I can't, so school was the cover, but I really was not focused on school at all. I wasn't focused. I want to step back and see when you told your family that you were out, were they supportive? I mean, would, oh, no. was it like get out the house? How did that interaction Yeah, go? I mean, so it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of support. The people who supported me the most, um, it took my mom some time. Um, my great-grandmother, actually, and my grandmother were the two biggest supporters. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was pretty much, my great-grandmother and grandmother just weren't shocked. When I told them, they were like, tell me something I don't know, you know? So that, nice. it, there was no yeah. surprise for them, but for a lot of other people in my family, it wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't the same. I felt like a lone ranger. I also, like, I came to New York and I didn't have, like, a single friend or family member here when I moved here. I just moved here with 200 bucks in my pocket. I paid for an off-campus dorm for the first semester, and that was it. I felt like I, I was kind of, like, trying to fill like the space, you know, like I had a, a very, a big void, just, right. just feeling lonely and trying to fill that space of people I didn't know in a city that you can't really, I, I couldn't trust people at that time. I was right. super young and so, yeah, it was it was rough. So tell me about the next song that we're about to hear. The next song is is kind of a, a it's a lovey-dovey song. It's actually about getting to New York at 18 years old right. and like being able to be open about being a lesbian and like meeting women and being able to like dance with women in a club openly and like being excited about that yeah. and being a little messy to be honest. Hey. So that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. Kind of throw a little messy in there. So that's what it's about. Um, and I wrote this song specifically because I feel like a lot of times I write a, a love song and people ask the question all the time, like, is this song about a woman? Um, are you writing? And, and so this one, I wanted to make that very clear because mm -hmm. I'm a queer black woman. That that's These are parts of who I am. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I wanted that to be very clear in this song. And I was actually really excited because I got a rapper on the record that I really love. I'm a huge fan of. His name is Eddie Vance. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of times, like I've approached like hip hop artists about getting on a song with me, and I'm talking about a woman, and I want them to talk about a woman. And like they're like, ah, I don't know. But he was like with it all the way, did the song with me, and it was great, and I love it. Oh, okay. It's a song. Well, let's hear it. It's crowded, but we're lonely, and my feelings when I drink need you to console me. You beside me here all night, keep looking in my eyes. What I need is no surprise. Just kiss me before I die, won't you kiss me before I die, I'll kiss you when you cry, just kiss me before I die, let's just kiss me before I die, yes I'm sleepwalking cause I'm pumping, I'm not trying to step to you the wrong way, yes I'm sleepwalking cause So the new album is called Elevate. Yes, Elevate. Tell me about tell me about the songs on this album. They're pretty um, they're pretty transparent about everything that you are. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty tell, us, tell us about the creative process. What what made you choose those those particular songs for your first? As I said before, I'm a black queer woman, and I mm -hmm. feel like there there's a time in my career when I felt like, oh, I want people to listen to my music and like not think about those things. You know, like I want people to listen to my music right. and just listen to it and like not judge who I am before they like interpret the music, you know? But I feel like at this point in time, with the current political climate that we are all experiencing, mm -hmm. it is my responsibility to be an advocate for all of the communities that I'm a part of and even those I'm not a part of. Mm -hmm. I have to advocate for a lot of shit right now. A lot mm -hmm. of things, I don't know what I said. I have to advocate for a lot of things right now. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's what this album's about. Um, I, I wanted to speak up about things that otherwise I wouldn't, or I, the old me wouldn't have. But I feel like there are so many things that have been affecting me mentally, you know, emotionally. I just got to talk about them. Are you, um, is there any fear about 
all that you're putting out there in this album, is there any fear about any pushback with hip-hop artists not wanting to rap with you on, you know? No, not at all anymore. I feel like if you aren't with what I'm with, you're not for me. And that's, it's simple, mm -hmm. you know? I feel like I don't, I don't want to make music for people who, who have an issue with me being queer. I don't want to make music for people who are racist, who are mm -hmm. bigots. I don't want to make, I, I had a debate actually um, in an interview recently um, and like I said that, I said something similar to that. I don't make music for bigots. I don't make music for Trump supporters. I don't make music for people who support all of the things that are oppressing my mm -hmm. people and people in general. Um, and like someone, they posed, an, they posed a question. They were like, oh, are you sure about that? And I'm like, what do you, I'm pretty sure. Like, oh, <laughs> but, but how do you know that like your music might, might not like change their minds? Right, and I just right. feel like, you know, like people of color have been really oppressed in this country for a very, very long time. Um, and I feel like it's no longer, I don't, if I, if I feel like sh imparting some knowledge and wisdom on uh, a person who's way more privileged than I am, then like, great. Right. But it's, it's not my job to, mm -hmm. it's not my job. So I'm making music for people who feel like I feel right now, Got you know? It. It's Got not it. my job, I don't, I don't have to take on, I feel like it's, you, you can get in like those lengthy battles with like racists online. Like I've even gotten into battles with like racist white family members, you know? And I've got, I, I've tried to explain to them all the ways in which they are racist and, and they don't get it and I, and I exhaust myself. And then I, I talked to a friend of mine who's white, who's an ally, and she's like, tag me on Facebook. Let me handle this. Like, I can do this. I'm right, an ally. Right, you don't right. have to like exhaust yourself anymore if you don't want to. You know, right. you don't have to do that. It's not, it's not your job anymore. And I feel like mm. if you, if you are an ally, you know, to people who are being oppressed in this country, if you are really an ally, I shouldn't have to teach you how to do that. Right. And so, if I don't want to, I don't want to. But if you want to listen and, and, and teach yourself, by all means, go ahead. You know? I was talking with, um, I was having a conversation with, with Sheila E. And she is very firm that she believes music can make change. Like, yeah. She's like, that's the change agent. That's what's going to heal us mm -hmm. during this era that we're in right yeah. now. Do you feel, how do you feel about music and its power? It I doesn't feel, have that power. No, I feel like it does have that power. But I feel like um, if I'm up to the challenge, you know, and I want to, and I, I feel like challenging people who are doing really bad things in the world, then great. But I feel like for a white person who's, who's experience, who, who, whose life and, and, and experiences are just so much different and so much more right. privileged than mine, they can't tell me that that's my job. You know what I'm saying? Right, I feel right, like right. If, if another another black woman comes to me and says, T, I think that like you can change some things with this record and, I, and, I, and I'd like you to do X, Y, Z and join me on this in this movement. I'm down for that, yeah. but I feel like I'm just I'm just really over being told by the people who are in power, who mm -hmm. are in control of everything, trying to control the way that black artists express themselves. Amen you know, that. that's Amen. where I'm at Amen with it. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> There's some collaborations on this album. Tell us yeah. about some of the artists that you worked with and who did you work with? Yeah, um, so collaborations. So I've got Crystal Canes on the project. Mm -hmm. um, Crystal Canes is a very dear friend. She's one of the executive producers on the album. She's a really talented artist. She's a producer, a songwriter, a rapper, an engineer, and she's like she's the, the woman on the boards behind a lot of like your favorite top 40 hip hop tracks. Like nice. that's Crystal. Um, nice. And so having her on the project is amazing. Working with her is always amazing. She's like I said, she's a close friend. Um, I also have Kenneth Whalem on the project, and he's dope. 
Kenneth yes. is dope. He's yeah. a vocalist, he's a saxophonist, like right. actually multi instrumentalist. Let me mm -hmm. not like just put him in that category. Yeah, mm -hmm. Kenneth is amazing. Um, he, I mean, like he plays with a lot of everyone's favorites. Like he plays with um, Maxwell. Um, I've got Nelly Furtado on the project, mm -hmm. and Nelly. It's a it's a dream come true actually to have Nelly on the project because Nelly's one of my biggest influences, right. always has been. And the way that I met her was just so random. We just met outside at a concert and mm -hmm. um, had a conversation. I was kind of avoiding having that conversation. I was like, I don't want to be, you know, like I don't want to be all up on her, you know. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to feel uncomfortable because like I was trying not to fan girl out, you mm -hmm. know. I was like. Losing, losing it on the inside, but trying to keep myself calm to not. Yeah, uh -huh, yeah, you know, uh -huh. you have. A, you gotta be, yeah, you gotta we, be cool with yeah, it. Be cool. Exactly. Be cool, right? right, but but Nelly kept finding me in the in the spot. Like, tell me more about you. I want to hear. And then oh, when wow. she asked me to 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 shotgun a beer, I knew it was real. We shotgunned a beer together, and I won. By the way, uh, Nelly, mm -hmm. I always bring that up. And that so that sealed the deal. We went out, and she invited me to a session the next day. She asked me to hear my music. And I was super nervous about playing it for her. So at the session, I kind of like backed off. I was like, let me sit in the corner. And she's like, oh, T, I want to hear your music. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, you're, you're doing other things. You know, like, you're good. And she's like, no, no, I really want to hear your music. I was like, oh, well, well I'll, you play yours first and then I'll play my, like thinking I can like slide out. But no, she wasn't letting it go. So I played the music for her. And on one particular track, she's like, I have an idea for this. You mind if I lay it down? And like inside, I'm like, yes. Yes, running but, man. But to her, I'm like, oh, I think that'll be cool. Yes, yeah, why not? You know, <laughs> why not? And she laid it down in like the first take, the very first thing that she laid down, which was like it's interesting because she basically freestyled the hook on the song that um, that she's featured on, mm -hmm. and that very first, the very first thing that she recorded is what we used, and it's just like that was so amazing because I, it, Nelly's the first artist that I've like admired for my entire life, and I met her, and she's who I always like hoped that she would be. So nice. yeah, it was awesome. Nice. So there was there was a couple of songs that we had to take out of the set list. Uh huh. Let's bring one of them back. Um, which one? Which one are you willing to bring back um, that we could hear? By the sea. I guess you can bring by, by the sea back. Yeah. By the sea. Tell me about that one. Okay. Um, by the sea. Um, I, I wrote it after having a long conversation with my grandmother about leaving New York, being frustrated with my career, mm -hmm. frustrated with like my group of friends, frustrated with just everything, you know, like not being able to like survive, like feeling right. like behind on bills, on everything, you know? Like New York can yeah. beat you down that way. Right. And so I felt really defeated and I talked to her about just leaving. Okay. Um, and so the so. song really is just the conversation that we had. Like the verses are literally things that my grandmother said okay. to me. She always okay. tells me, don't let people ride on your back like your Cadillac. Like, don't let people stay on your back. Like, get them off your back. Well, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hear it. The album is coming out next, you, when is the album coming out? The album is available for pre-order tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, uh -huh. and you can go get that on iTunes, Apple Music, go get that. Um, mm -hmm. But it's available for everything next week on Friday. So a week from now, available for purchase everywhere. And then you start your tour when? Because you're going on tour, Yeah, correct? we're going on tour in October. Yes. 
Yes, yes, that's a round of applause. You're dropping Come some, on now. You're dropping some surprises that my man doesn't Get even know yet. <laughs> right, 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 right. So you're gonna start in you're gonna start um, in Ohio. So I'm going to Ohio the day before the album releases right, to right. have an event and just do like an acoustic performance and just a listening party really for the album. Right. Um, the day before the album comes out, so I'll be there like when it when it comes, which is gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, so we'll start. I'm gonna start there, okay. and then we're gonna be playing. We're doing a bunch of stuff in October. Perfect. Um, but Perfect. yeah, one thing that's in New York that people have to come to is the other festival, which is gonna be dope. Um, that's like the first all women's music festival, and it's in New York in downtown Brooklyn. So yeah, we'll be doing that. So tell me, so tell me about Control, the song Control, oh, and Control. I want to hear Control too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Control, okay. I wrote this song actually. It was the first song on the album. And I wrote this song thinking about the power of addiction. Okay. When people hear it, they often think it's a love song. But really, it's a song that's about comparing addiction to your greatest love. Okay, so let's go, let's yeah. go right into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You could never grant I sipped on the lies While you masquerade all of your disguises I'm not surprised that it all turned out this way Because my life somehow always stays this way I'm in a constant state of shambles, youth and disarray And all you ever want to do is sit and kiss and pay So damn it, 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 kiss and pay more of Tangina Stone's music, but unfortunately, we're out of time. Thank you, Tangina, for opening up opening up your soul to us, and thank you for gracing us with the purity of your sound. Be sure to check out Tangina Stone's new album, Elevate, wherever you buy or stream music, and you can keep up with Tangina Stone on Twitter at Tangina Stone or on Instagram at Stone Blue, and that's blue without the E. I'm your host, Jodine Dorsey, and I hope you had a great time with us. Make sure you stop by our Brick House studio every Thursday to hear more of the best music that Brooklyn has to offer. You can also check out tonight's installment and past episodes anytime at youtube.com slash Brick TV or check out our radio broadcast of this episode at soundcloud.com slash Brick Radio. Tangina, please feed our soul with one more song. The B-Side Podcast is produced by Charlie Hoxie, Keisha Cole, Will Johnson, and Sasha Mathias. Recorded by O'Neill Mulet and edited by Emily Bogosian. For more information on B-Side and all Brick Radio podcasts, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio. I've been your fatherless daughter all my life, my life. But I know there's some things I've been feeling ways about all the hate for you, black boy. Got me, got us, got you, why you left?